I'm Carla Reeves, and this is Differently. Whether you feel stuck in survival, navigating a change, or seeking more for your life, may this podcast be your weekly nudge to take a risk to build a life that is uniquely bold, authentic, and in alignment with your deepest values. After a decade of coaching individuals from corporate leaders to creative artists to multi-million dollar CEOs, I'm convinced we are far closer than we realize to what we deeply desire, and it's a willingness to do differently that can change everything. Can you relate to being a doer, a go-getter? You're just someone who just keeps going, moving towards that next achievement, that what else, what else, what next? But you also know there's another voice inside of you that knows that you need to slow down to soak up and savor life and make sure that you're actually making motions that lead to the life you really want to be living. Well, then this episode is for you. So grab a cup of tea, find a cozy spot, and let's dive into four simple writing exercises to empower you with more influence to shape and control the quality of your everyday life. I've been trying to figure out for some time a different way to share journaling with high achievers because Journaling represents everything the high achiever doesn't want to do because it requires time and slowing down, and it also encompasses everything that the high achiever really deeply needs. I was doing some research and saw the word micro-journaling. I hadn't heard of it, but I realized or have realized since that day, that's what I do. And I also discovered that this is the bridge for high achievers. Effective, it happens in short sprints. It's deeply meaningful and aligned with what you want more of in your life. Nice bite-sized pieces. It's not a replacement for deeper, longer writing, but just another option and maybe an on-ramp to a life-altering practice. I want you to consider that journaling Regardless of how you feel about it, whether you love it or hate it, I want you to try on that it's a vehicle, a powerful tool that is going to help you move closer to the things that you want in your life. Today, I want to share some simple, practical tips and unique strategies that can help you embrace journaling in a simple, short way so that you can do it even when life feels chaotic. First, some ideas for making this work. Why microjournaling? Microjournaling is essentially maybe like a bullet journal, but with a focus on minimalistic style of writing, which is perfect for you and me. Here's the good news you don't need hours to dedicate to journaling. Instead, consider the power of just taking a few short moments. Keep a small notebook. You can find these super cheap at Target or even a note-taking app on your phone. You want to keep this handy so that throughout your day, whenever you have a moment, you can jot down a few quick thoughts, observations, or even snippets of gratitude. These microjournaling moments will accumulate over time and the rewards will start to reap in your life and you'll be coming back for more. Setting yourself up for success is key. You might use uh, set a timer when you're getting ready to write so that you have a container of time that's not too long 
uh, to go deep in without your mind freaking out about time. As I mentioned, have your notebooks, small little notebooks or notepads in lots of different locations so that it's handy when you need it. You can also set reminders on your phone, on your calendar, a sticky note on your coffee pot or your mirror, whatever works to build the habit and remind yourself to take a moment to do this. By blending journaling into your everyday activities, you'll make it more effortless and integrated part of your life. And you might even add it to your to-do list. So I want to give you five simple ways that you can use this idea of microjournaling. So the first one is when you feel powerless. We want control over our lives, and often we're controlling things that are really not within our domain of responsibility, or we're controlling things where we actually have little influence and it leaves us frustrated. Pause for a moment to ask yourself when you're feeling powerless, take an honest look and you can answer the question, is what you're trying to control actually leading to what you want? For example, a mom trying to control her children's every move and action and activities, It often comes from a desire for her children to have opportunities that maybe she didn't have, or maybe they're trying to keep up with the Joneses or to make sure that her life has order and structure to it, or to make sure that she's being a good mom. But in reality, it's creating tension and unnecessary stress for both her and everyone in the house. When I ask someone who's experiencing this what she really wants, It's to raise strong, independent children who are mentally resilient, exploring their own purpose and answers. And when you look at the things that she's actually trying to control, she's not building or developing these things within her child because she's trying to have so much control uh, in their world. Pause to ask yourself, is what you're trying to control actually leading to what you ultimately want? And the second question is, what actions align more closely to what you actually want? Two simple questions. Ask the question, listen inside, and write. Number two, and this one comes up a lot for busy, especially really busy women and busy moms, when you're feeling guilty. I want you to sit down for five minutes, grab your little notebook, and ask yourself, Is it real? Is the guilt real? Or is it that old habitual guilty feeling and voice in your ear that makes you feel like crap? Guilt can be a powerful messenger, but it doesn't get to control your life. When I was, when my kids were young, I would especially have these guilty feelings and they would show up regardless of whether I was spending time with my kids and family or whether I was working. And I had to really address this because it was consuming a lot of my thought energy. I noticed that sometimes guilt was a messenger to remind me that I needed to carve out some quality time to spend with my kids. That didn't mean hours or days. It could have been five or 10 minutes to just really be present and hang out with them. But other times I was working and I'd have these guilty feelings. And when I'd shine a light on it and really look at it, I'd realize that it was just this old habitual uh, noise in my ear that 
wasn't relevant and it didn't have a powerful message for me. It was just habitual. And I had to look it in the face and really look at my life and really discern, is there a message here or is it just that old noise? And then I could make an intentional choice of, about continuing work or taking a break. Number three, when you're feeling a lack of focus or unmotivated, sit down, grab that notebook and ask yourself, what's the one thing I could do today that would make a difference on other things I need to do or eliminate those other things all together, right? And go two minutes longer than you want to. Number four, when you're feeling unfulfilled, defeated, and tired, I want you to pause to take a new inventory. Ask yourself, what is working? What have you gotten done? And what is there to be grateful for right here and now? It's true that you can't be grouchy and grateful at the same time. Taking new inventories in your life can make all the difference. What's one thing within your reach that you could do to move yourself to a better thinking and feeling place? And then go do that very thing. And there you have it, my dear friends, four practical ways to help you think a little differently and incorporate some simple journaling into your life. Remember, it's not about perfection or rigid routines. It's about finding what works for you and allowing pen and paper to take you somewhere new. Hey, thanks for tuning into this episode of Differently. I hope it stirred your thinking and I invite you to take one inspired action from something that stood out to you. If you want to hear more conversations like this, be sure to hit follow on your favorite podcast app. And if this episode could impact someone you know, please help us spread the word and pass it along. Remember, new episodes drop weekly. See you next week.